0: Carlo asks, do financial brands measure the cost of acquisition per account or per loan funded? Not cost of acquisition per click, not cost of acquisition per started or completed app, but cost of acquisition per funded loan. This is a fantastic question, Carlo, and one that I look forward to talking through together with you on today's episode of Banking on Digital Growth.
1: You're listening to Banking on Digital Growth with James Robert Lay, a podcast that empowers financial brand marketing, sales, and leadership teams to maximize their digital growth potential by generating 10 times more loans and deposits. Today's episode is part of the Clarity Call series, where James Robert sits down for a conversation with someone in the digital growth community to provide clarity into the biggest digital marketing, sales, and leadership questions others have. If you'd like to join James Robert for a future conversation, text your question right now to 832-549-5792. And remember, the only bad question is the question that goes unasked. Let's get into today's Clarity Calls conversation.
0: Greetings and hello. I am James Robert Lay and welcome to the 141st episode of the Banking on Digital Growth podcast. Today's episode is part of the Clarity Call series, and I'm excited to welcome Carlo Cardilli to the show. Carlo is the CEO of AlphaRank on a mission to help banking, and credit, and executives make decisions with confidence on products, marketing, and growth. Welcome to the show, Carlo. It is so good to have you on today. Man, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. Before we get into your question, and it's a really good one, I always want to start off on a positive note. What are you excited about right now, personally, professionally? It is always your pick.
2: Uh, professionally, I, you know, these uh, banks and credit unions we work with have pretty much an open field. They uh, There's so much demand for their products. Loan demand is
0: exploding, so this is a time to really sort of crank up the numbers. It really is. And that brings us to your question right here, which was, and you framed this here, do financial brands measure the cost of acquisition per account or per loan funded? And and I want to provide some clarity because, and really double down on this, you, you even said not measuring acquisition on, on a per-click basis, not measuring acquisition on an application completed or started, but measuring acquisition on a funded basis account funded loan basis. And I greatly appreciate both the question and the additional clarity perspective, because Mm -hmm. we're, we're not seeing that's the case on our side. And we'll get into that here in a moment, but I want, I'm I'm curious why ask this question. It's an important one. Let's get into the why of your question for, for some perspective. Why is this important to ask?
2: Well, first of all, uh, it is the true metric by which you want to measure growth at a financial institution. Absolutely. So if we think about how does a financial institution work, they take in deposits, they lend out these deposits on a longer duration, uh, they earn a difference in interest, which is net income, and but that is driven by the volume of loans that you're making. Mm-hmm. If you're not making any loans, you're not earning any income, and you're not making any money you're not returning value to the shareholders if you're a bank you're not returning value to the members if you're a credit union so uh those balances are the driver of the business
0: so that's t- exactly i mm-hmm. mean this is like bottom line mm-hmm. all the way down it, it it is essentially kind of a do or die and i think digitally that's where there's maybe some false confidence that comes into mm-hmm. play because at this point our focus is is really around the qualitative side i know the work that you're doing is on the quantitative side so we're Mm -hmm. working with real human beings guiding Mm -hmm. them through secret shopping studies Mm -hmm. Um, let's say we take them from an ad or an email or a google search to the website specific product and then following them through the process and really asking how does it feel what Mm -hmm. works well where does it hurt what Mm -hmm. could be even better but then you're you're taking this even down to a deeper level, and it's not looking at a click on a CTA or a click on an application, but it really comes down to the funded side, funded deposits, funded loans, and mm-hmm. and that's where we see a couple of problems. There's number one. Like if you're only measuring more of higher up in the funnel, mm-hmm. uh, one of the problems is around no instant approval. We got such an abandonment there because what what is it? Uh, less than 50% are actually funding accounts um, mm-hmm. instantly. So mm-hmm. that's creating friction and that's where things go and die on the vine. And then number two, then, you know, we got to get the consumer to get money into, the, if it's a deposit account, get money into that account. Mm-hmm. That creates more friction and a possibility to fall off uh, and mm-hmm. not fund. And same thing, we got to get them to use the loan on the flip side. So I want to flip this back over to you because we're seeing some problems here. And we've talked with consumers about why there are problems in this through the testing that we're doing Mm -hmm. and some of the studies. But I want to flip this back over to you. You measure down to a very granular level, specific Mm -hmm. product lines. So what are some of the challenges that you're seeing on your end here when it comes to measuring acquisition, funded acquisition, cost of acquisition down to the funded account? What are, what are some of those challenges there?
2: Well, from our perspective, I mean, we've built this technology to solve that problem. And so with the right feed uh, from the website, from the account opening or loan origination system, and the uh, data from the system of record, we can put it all together and give the institution, you know, the complete x rate. So, hey, you've originated 500 funded loans. Congratulations! Let's say it's vehicle loans. You know, that's maybe out of 800 completed applications, and you know, out of all, out of all those people that came into the funnel. So, uh, we can put that together. If I were to wave my magic wand, we would have more origination systems that would be open to running a third party essentially a tracking system. Right. Uh, and there's some, some of them are, um, closed. Uh, you could speculate about why they're closed. Maybe, oh they yes, feel, maybe don't feel very comfortable about the stability of their technology. Uh, maybe they don't like the fact that there's a third party auditing what's happening inside their system, or maybe they have some other strategic reason, but there are a few that are closed. And what I would tell Everyone, whether it's my family, whether it's uh, people that work at Alpha Rank or our clients is, look, the person running the race cannot be the one holding the stopwatch. You need somebody else holding the stopwatch. We're the stopwatch holders and the measures of record.
0: I So I'll I'll take and add on that thought. I'm a big believer in transparency. Mm Mm-hmm telling the truth because that's one of the three rules that we have when it comes to maximizing mm-hmm. digital growth. All growth begins by telling the truth about where you've been, where you're at, where you can grow next, getting mm-hmm. the training and education to provide a path forward, and then taking time to literally just think think about those those next steps and and I want to dive deeper into some of the challenges that we're seeing around here, particularly when working with financial brands, banks and credit unions. They're doing some of this quantitatively, if you will. Mm-hmm using google analytics and Mm -hmm. some measure clicks some measure starts, some measure completed apps but -hmm. the gap always comes down to funded it comes Mm -hmm. down to what are we actually getting and what's the cost of acquisition not per start or per click Mm -hmm. completed but per funded loan and some are starting to bridge that gap with like marketing automation and they're able to Mm -hmm. run some regression with that but even then, 60 to 80% of financial brands don't have marketing automation. There's a, an mm-hmm. easier, quicker way, I would say, to do this. And and I want to come back to this point here with what you're doing at AlphaRank because you're, you're showing value. Sometimes 25% growth in 30 days, upwards of 31% growth in 90 days, growth being fully funded accounts simply by tracking and, and measuring what they're already doing, not Mm -hmm. adding new complexity, but Mm -hmm. literally saying, hey, you're doing this right now. Let's not, let's us Paribus, all things being equal, let's figure out what's working. Let's do more of that over here, and let's stop doing what's not working over here down to the bottom line. So how how are you doing this? Well,
2: it's through data. So our mantra internally is we let the data speak. Uh, So the first thing we do is like, are there any handbrakes that you have inadvertently left on? So what is your abandonment at every step and is it within the sort of reasonable benchmarks? So you might have you know 45 percent abandonment at a page where you're asking your prospect to select uh, the product and 45% abandonment at that page I'll tell you right now uh, that is uh, two standard deviations away from the from the from the median. So you got a problem there, and then you can examine the flow of the data and have that tell you exactly why people are giving up. So I'll give you I'll give you a real example. I'll make it uh, I'll make it very real. Bank we're working with, you know, we have this uh, abandonment problem that we've identified on their product page. What is going on? What is actually going on is they have three checkboxes for disclosures. So you have to accept their privacy policies, their uh, sort of general statement on terms and conditions, and then the specific disclosures around the product that you're about to get. So three checkboxes. Seems very innocuous, right? You know, what's how of three checkboxes possibly go wrong, James? Yep. All right. Well, this is how it goes wrong. When you click on the checkboxes, nothing happens. They remain unchecked. The only way you can get those checkboxes to check themselves is by clicking on a hyperlink uh, <laughs> In this paragraph, it's not the whole paragraph. It's just a specific point of the paragraph. You're going to click click on that hyperlink.
0: Reading the disclosure, I would assume. Yes. Yeah. But,
2: and what happens when you click on that hyperlink? Well, uh, on a on a on a widescreen device like a Mac, which is probably how th- this thing was designed and tested, on a widescreen device, it just fires up a new tab in your browser and opens up this document. You look at it. Uh, you have to you close the tab, and when you go back to that uh, product page that box is is. not magically checked in. Okay, so on a widescreen device, annoying because it's got another tab that fires up. If you have a pop-up blocker, good luck, that tab will never fire, so you'll never be able to complete the the checkbox. Uh, On a mobile device, though, and that's where two-thirds of the action is, all sorts of strange stuff happens on a mobile device. So, for example, uh, on an iPhone, you'll just get a, a, a warning do you want to download this file? So I don't know, warning, I'm trying to get a loan here. This sounds bad. A lot of people just say, forget it, I'm done. Uh, You might open up that file in a PDF viewer, fantastic. Um, Now you've got to go back to the browser to go complete your loan application. Now you've got to do this two more times. Right. So so Uh, you can see now where 67% abandonment comes from.
1: deposits now back to the show
0: I feel the pain because you know we've done the same thing qualitatively with real human beings and mm-hmm. you get to these these stop points they're they're mm-hmm. breaks in this that they, they seem logical I guess when you mm-hmm. go into production but once you put it out into the real world it's like huh like for example a credit union filled mm-hmm. of membership question Right. Um creates a lot of confusion, particularly with one instance we saw how it was being deployed. And mm-hmm. they had some quantitative data, but for whatever reason, working with the lending department internally did not make any of the proper transformations. Right, right. Fine. If the data doesn't speak loud enough, let's bring the people to the table. <laughs> and you get 10 people who are saying the exact same thing that are not internal. These are people in the local community. Mm-hmm. And you're just asking some very open-ended questions of like this experience. And it's like, you 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 can measure and marry the two different data points together. Mm-hmm. And I think, but but it can't just be a one and done process, right? This has to be something that is continuously- It's absolutely, it's
2: continuous. Process. And also there's uh, this interplay between uh, changes in regulation, which, you know, things do change and you have to um, you know, keep up your disclosures and your regulatory compliance uh, with the regulatory climate. And the fact that uh, often uh, the compliance team is not part of this conversation around, you know, how well the system's approving. They kind of, they're like over there and yes. I, I'm going to send you this design and then they're going to come back with red lines. And I literally have seen screenshots printed out that were. Nope, nope, of,
0: nope. Yeah.
2: It's <laughs> scrolled on PDFs. I mean, you know, d- designed by designed by committee and that's part of the problem. So. From a qualitative perspective, you have to have these these teams part of the conversation. From a quantitative perspective, you have to have the conversations. Look, asking this set of questions in this order in this way is going to lead to you know maybe a few percentage points of abandonment, and then some downstream effects on loan quality. I really want to talk about that in just a second. So we got to we got to trade this off. And, uh, And you know, if you insist on asking somebody about a wire transfer. When they're really just trying to get a car loan, well, this is what happens. <laughs> this is the data tells you this is what happens. Now, as an organization, do we want do we want that, or do we want a different outcome?
0: You know, it's 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 great you you bring compliance into this conversation, and I can think of some financial brands who are in the banking on digital growth program right now, and they're going through the university, mm-hmm. and compliance is a part of this discussion. Mm-hmm. Some have thirty or forty people in the university, and when you hear someone over compliance getting excited about building a website that sells and they're understanding how people make decisions and how Mm -hmm. like you know it's high level introductory to like UI UX not getting Mm -hmm. too but now they have a basic understanding they're able to take some of that perspective when they're going in and making these decisions that's not going to hopefully make a negative impact like it would have before if they didn't have that clarity they didn't have that Mm -hmm. awareness Mm -hmm. you bring up another great point about loan quality here because you're right Like, like if we're just getting like It could have the perception if we're running digital ads and we're getting all of these conversions for our applications, but it's not the right type of loan. Mm -hmm, They're getting mm -hmm. denied rejection, right? Speak on that.
2: Well, um, a great example was one of our clients in large credit union, and uh, they were running these campaigns and they were targeting better quality borrowers. So the average credit score going in to the top of the funnel, people that were marking to was 700 plus. They looked at the loans that were getting approved and they were uniformly uh, on average 650 and below. And these are averages of these populations. Yep. So where did all my good prospects go? Because I'm sending this out to high quality and I'm getting uh, low quality borrowers back out. And uh, what the data told us when we Mixed in the uh, credit uh, ratings of the population in and the population out, you know, very simply, the better borrowers had higher abandonment, which means they have low tolerance for bad process, and they have choices. Yes, they will just go elsewhere. So uh, you are left if you have bad process, you are left with the folks that don't have a whole lot of options, and you know they, they've been turned down here, they've been turned down there. Maybe I can get a loan uh, from this credit union. I will, you know, go through these complicated steps because I am hyper hyper motivated. Right. You know, and two, I'm going to share an experience I think that might be interesting for the folks in in compliance. The challenge is not compliance. The challenge is compliance with a delightful process. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just came back in from overseas to the country, uh, into the country, and uh, I uh, signed up for. uh, Global entry. Yep. What a delightful experience! I'm in full compliance of of, uh, border control laws. I show up at this terminal. I literally just take a selfie using this uh, this machine, and everything happens automatically. It stamps out a receipt with my name, with my passport number. I hand it to a border control post, and I am in. It was amazing. And I came back and I was like telling everybody because it was a delightful experience in full compliance of the rules. And that's the challenge for banking today. Let's give them a delightful
0: experience in full compliance of the rules. And what is experience? Experience is well-defined systems and processes that have been, number one, strategically thought out. Mm-hmm. Number two, applied. And then I think the key here is what you and I are talking about today, continuously optimize learning from what is working well, mm-hmm. what could be even better, and stopping and or cutting and letting go of all of that friction and frustration that's creating chaos in the mind of the consumer. Global entries is a great example. You know, back in the day it was TSA pre check, but now pre-check is kind of, you know, you've got a lot of people doing pre checks, so the pre-check lines are getting longer and longer. Mm-hmm. And now so here's my personal travel hack for anyone listening. When you take your pre-check and you double that up with clear, mm-hmm. it really then gets you to the front of the line. It's dump a, catap- print. It's a yeah. catapult. It's a catapult. It gets you to the front it's of the catap- line of the front of the line. Right. And it, and it makes an otherwise cumbersome complex frustrating experience as pleasant as positive as possible carlo great conversation really great question um always appreciate them if if you're listening what's the best way to to connect with you carlo just go to our website alpha rank.ai and uh, there's a contact form right there connect with carlo If you have a digital marketing, sales, or leadership question like Carlo, text me that question to 832-549-5792, and I look forward to talking it through together with you on a future Clarity Calls episode. Carlo, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a great conversation. It's been a pleasure. Wonderful. Until next time, and as always, be well, do good, and make your bed.